on same day of my nationals my exams were there i remember i wrote my exam my, my dad took all the bike and the equipments in the car and he left to mumbai i wrote my exam same day from the college directly i went to the airport i remember one of my friend dropped me off to wait from where i can get a uh, airport bus from there i took airport bus uh went to airport flew down to mumbai again from there took a cab and went to the place where they were staying so i went reached in the late night at food and slept next day you know the itd was actually usually be the first event I did about five races there, mm. out of which I could only finish one race. Mm. And that race, I still remember. At one point, I my eyes were completely blank. Mm. I couldn't see anything. I'm riding. I couldn't see anything. For God's sake, the road was straight. So <laughs> I was not going and crashing into uh, someone. And uh, I took out two gels. I just squeezed both the gels together into my mouth. I put some water. Kept riding, kept riding, and that was the race I finished. That was a really hard, like about close to two hours of riding, and that's when I understood, you know, when you go to such places, when only when you push your limits, that's when you want to improve. Yeah. That made me really curious about Belgium, and you know, any day if I get a chance to go out, I would be like the most happiest person to go out and race. Yeah, there. yeah. I was the last guy to start. I started to catch up everybody, hmm. and then I think two kilometers to go, I had a flat, my disc wheel flat. Hmm. I'm like, should I stop? I don't know what to do. Right? Should I stop? Should I restart the race? Just two kilometers left, or should I push through this? That's where uh, Kurni sir, not the younger one, the hmm. elder Kurni sir, hmm. was following me on his two wheeler. Hmm. He's like, if you stop, they won't give you another chance. You have to keep going. Mm. Just two kilometers to go. Push. Mm. I remember that was the most painful push that I've ever done in my life. Yeah. I had a flat. I'm pushing myself. Oh my god, that was really painful. And once I finished, I was like, okay, gone. Uh, I, I might not even be in top three or top four. Uh, maybe I'd have. I'd been. I won't be able to race nationals. Mm. That was the thought that I had in my mind. But surprisingly, I was first. I am Bike Vinky and this is the Working Athlete podcast. Here I talk to working athletes from all walks of life and experts from various sports to provide you with inspiration, training tips, time management and lifestyle advice. If this is something that interests you, please make sure you subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss any future episodes. Today's guest is an under 23 Karnataka state champion and is a silver medalist in under 23 road race at the 2020 nationals he has multiple medals at the nationals in under 23 and has a gold medal in under 18 as a part of karnataka team time trial cycling team in 2017 he manages his passion for sport along with his just for learning as he rode into multiple medals at nationals he also pursued an engineering degree in computer science and completed it with distinction as he continues to focus on cycling he is actively pursuing avenues of higher education 
and work opportunities in the area of cyber security. I had the good fortune of playing a small part in his cycling journey as his first cycling coach. It was a pleasure sitting down to chat about how he manages cycling while studying, what his future plans are, while also taking a ride down the memory lane of the last four or five years of his cycling progress. Let us dive into it. Welcome to the Working Athlete Podcast, Gagan. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, good. So, Gagan, uh, let's talk uh, a little bit about uh, how was your uh, childhood in terms of sports? It was pretty good when it comes to sports because I studied, I did all my schooling in Kendra Vidyalaya. So, mm. this is a school where, you know, they give a lot of importance to sports. So, right from the beginning, I was into sports. Like, pretty much all the sports, starting from Kabaddi, Kokpo, I used to play pretty much whatever sport is there in the school. I used to just go and just play. And the only reason to do that was, uh, I could uh, miss a lot of classes because of that. And I used to get free attendance for that. And that, that, I mean, that was one of the reasons. And also, I used to love sports a lot. So always has to be, you know, outside in the ground, 24 into 7, after school, just come back home, go to the ground, be in the ground till 7, come back home, get scoldings from mom. So, yeah, I mean, that's how uh, I got uh, uh, interest in sports. And that's where I even started playing cricket. Once I was in the higher schools, I started playing cricket and I fell in love with it. And from there, I took forward. Uh, I went to a good good state uh, in terms of cricket. Then I the, the cricket itself changed into cycling slowly. Okay. So, cricket uh, uh, from when to when? Around? So, cricket uh, starting from my high school uh, is when I properly started playing uh, cricket. 6th, 7th. Yeah, 6th, yeah. 7th. And then slowly I uh, started to turn it into a little slight of professional way mm. uh, when I was in uh, probably 10th. Mm. Yeah, when I was in 9th, 10th, that's when I started to turn things in a little professional way. And then I think in 11th or 12th is when the transition started happening into cycling. Okay. So how, uh, how did that transition happen? So the first person who introduced me to the biking was my brother. So mm. my brother got a MTB from Decathlon mm. and he used to just go out for rides. And I was like, okay, fine. Let me also get one just because he has got one. Yeah. And I got one. I said, commute to my college, which was Joseph's in Richmond town. Uh, no, not Richmond town, uh, uh, Brigade Road. Right. So I used to commute to my college every day. And one day, I, uh, I had an announcement in my college uh, saying, you know, hey, there's going to be a, a university district trials soon. Whoever is interested can come out and uh, give your names. So right. that's where I started to like, you know, getting into racing part. Okay. So how did those trails go? Your first race? So first race, they said it was going to be a race, but it wasn't a race actually. So we just went out to... Uh, Sheshadipuram College. Hmm. Uh, we were uh, about three to four of them from my college and three to four of them from Sheshadipuram College. And there exactly what happened was, uh, 
the guy there wasn't interested in having a race because he had to go out to Hasanaga. It was quite far for them. So they decided to just randomly select uh, just by talking to people. It's more like an interview. <laughs> Uh, and then after an interview, a couple of them dropped listening to the way we are going to travel and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, finally, I was like, okay, fine. Let me just go and uh, just give it a shot. And I stuck to that. And I think three of us were, you know, finalized, basically. And we three of us uh, went to a state and that was a, a really bad experience. But yeah, it was a good start. Okay. What was that experience like uh, at the state? So we started, so I was expecting, you know, uh, things will be smooth, like we go out and we race. So I was very excited, but I knew I wouldn't be able to race on my MTB. So basically I had a decathlon MTB. That's when I went to Wheel Sports, which was in Whitefield. Uh, Kiran was uh, responsible for that store. Hmm. I went out to this store, uh, just on random uh, uh, note, somebody recommended that store to me. I just went out to that store and I was like, hey, do you guys have a, a bicycle which I can rent, a road bike? That's when Kiran was like, we don't, but I think we can give you something we can arrange. And then after a couple of days, they got back to me saying there's a bike which you can take it out for a rent. Uh, you can go out and, you know, race on it. I borrowed that bike, uh, did maybe like, you no know, one or two rides. Uh, took that bike in the train and uh, that journey was really bad because uh, I think the next day I had to live and today my gra grandfather expired. Oh, okay. So it was like I went to uh, my native uh, where my mom was already there. My dad got my bike in the train till my native because train had to go through uh, my native. And there, you know, I saw my grandfather and then again, I went to the train. My dad left my bike there and my dad came back to uh, where my grandfather's thing was going on. Right. From there, I took the train and went. Uh, yeah, it was like, you know, I could have skipped that. Yeah. But if at all I did, I wouldn't have been here right there, I think. Right. So you, you went ahead. Uh, yeah, my parents, I mean, I actually, uh, in fact, my parents thought if at all they tell me about my grandfather, I wouldn't go. Hmm. So they first asked me, what if, uh, I mean, I knew grandfather was in a critical state. So they asked me, what if your uh, grandfather passed away, would you go or would you stay? This was the first question they asked me. And that's when I decided to get the uh, little bit of hint, you know, something has happened and then I was like okay uh, if, if they are uh, you know so much keen to send me through this I'm like okay fine I, I'll, I'll go but mm. I was like okay let me uh, I have to see him at, at least once before I go right so that's when all this happened okay so and then you took the train to uh, get to where was this yeah. race so this was in a very small village I don't remember the name of the village but mm. it was somewhere in North Karnataka mm. Uh, I think somewhere around, uh, hmm, yeah, Babil Kod or Bijapur itself, I guess. Okay. I, I don't remember exactly. Mm. But yeah, that was like a, a really bad stay. Mm. And I mean, pretty much. Uh, you, you went there alone? No, oh. uh, with a small group of people from Sheshadri. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah. So we went there and yeah, there was, there was I mean, it was like a place where, it was basically a school classroom that was given to us first day. Right. 
and there were there weren't any washrooms and uh, no proper drinking water nothing so that was my like you know first experience going out uh, with somebody else so yeah i was just like you know i thought okay this is the way it's going to be yeah. and then the race started it was only a road race the race started and i i was like clueless about drafting i was clueless about what uh, clip clip pedals are clipless pedals are nothing i was on my basic sports shoes mm-hmm. on a rented bike i just went out and there was a break i never knew it was a break i thought people are riding so i just went with them i think there were about seven of us in the front and the rest of them just got dropped after like you know uh, 20% of the race and then i saw them drafting a car so i was like okay i i never knew what drafting is so i was like okay fine uh, i mean they're just going there's no benefit you have to ride i was behind them i was riding 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 and i was slightly gap and they just took off behind the car and i, I was clueless because I, i never knew what drafting is i kept riding alone uh, for the entire race there was nobody behind me there was nobody in front of me i kept riding 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 and then finally i finished i was seventh and i was like that was pretty impressive because i never i, I thought it wasn't but uh, after coming back whoever had traveled with me either from mysore or from um, bangalore nobody was even in top 10 hmm. so everybody were like you know boosting me up saying hey you did really good and stuff and i was like okay fine uh, then i can do something in this and that's when i decided to you know uh, uh, i mean i i rented the bike once again to when uh, i did go to bijapur hostel there was a this selection trials in bangalore that happened mm. i mean again there wasn't any riding that happened during a selection mm. they called me to pantirava stadium and uh, they made me do some long jump high jump and stuff like that based on that uh, they selected and they were like you know you have to come to bijapur bijapur for, for cycling they made you do long jump yes. and high jump and everything okay <laughs> and like 200 meters or maybe like 400 meters running also sprint yeah, yeah. okay and then i was like okay fine i mean i i got i took my cycle and went out but uh, they never made me ride it i was wearing my bib shorts and doing running there <laughs> yeah so that was that was very interesting part uh, and then i went out to bijapur hostel for 10 days uh, which was pretty decent uh, there uh, it was quite good hmm. but the only problem was i saw people you know they never took exams there like paper question paper used to come to the hostel they used to open the textbook and write it still they would fail so that was the situation there so i was like if i am there i am going to you know drop my i do career and you know just concentrate on cycling which i i i was like you know not a big fan of doing that because you know how situations are in india like until you get a olympic medal nobody is going to care about it. right so that's when i was like okay fine my parents were pretty much okay with whatever uh, i chose to do so mm. they just gave me an option if you want to stay you can mm. but uh, if you think you have to study and also do this then you know better is come back to bangalore they, they were open to any choice mm. so i decided you know not to stay there uh, and just you know i came back to bangalore and i thought fine let me keep cycling also i'll study as well with that right so th- th- this was around what 2016 yeah 2016 right early 2016 early 2016 and the first time i noticed you was in uh, towards the end of 2016 yes uh in november 2016 i think and when someone uh, uh, actually asked 
who is this kid in the amateur uh, under 18 podium uh, gagan reddy actually i think uh, it was uh, uh, nj who messaged me asking uh, who is this kid uh, uh, gagan reddy on uh, under 18 podium because it is typical of nj because he keeps track of who is doing uh, how especially the younger lot i said i said um, not sure but i think uh, i heard of him uh, through um, uh, you know kiran who called me uh, before that or after that i think so what happened was kiran called me and uh, he, uh, tasker uh, yeah then uh, wheel, uh, wheel sports branch and now the cycle station yeah. um, he, uh, so he called me saying uh, uh, brother uh, there is this kid who is really interested in uh, cycling and uh, he uh, uh, he did well in uh, the nandi race mm-hmm. um, so, so then i kind of put things together i think when uh, i remembered the uh, uh, nj's message okay asking who is this kid and then he telling uh, you know uh, this kid did well at nandi race i was not uh, particularly sure it was the same guy at that time <laughs> and then uh, i said okay um, he 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 is very interested in uh, uh, cycling he wants to train well and do well uh, at nationals is like 17 or say something like that so uh, i am giving uh, him your number so uh, he will contact you i said okay uh, you know i was also looking out for uh, young talent to kind of support so i said uh, then i think you reached out to me and i said uh, okay let uh, you know let's meet at decathlon uh, at uh, sunday 6:30 and you joined us for rides yeah. so that's how i kind of met you and then uh, eventually figured out okay it's the same guy who uh, was <laughs> in the top uh, uh, in under 18 uh, category at that uh, nandi race so what was that race like for you um, that nandi race back in 2016 so as i told you after that university states um, i came back to bangalore yeah coming back was also a heck of a thing mm-hmm. but after coming back uh, i i was like everybody were like you know you're doing really good uh, why don't you practice a little bit and come out because I, I had never trained like in my life. Like I just went out, but I was in different sports. So I had that uh, base fitness. So I, I was able to ride. And then after listening to everybody, I was like, fine. Uh, uh, why can't I just give it a try? And that's when I again went out to Kiran. I was like, do you have any of the bike for sale? Road bike. I just mm-hmm. need a road bike. If you have it, let me know. That's when there was this BMC. Um, so... It was like, I think it was airfoil, yeah, BMC airfoil. And then my parents were like, okay, fine. I I, knew, I mean, that time it was quite expensive. Right. Because I never knew what cycling is and how expensive things are. Uh, but yeah. It, it was it much was, more than the decathlon bike yeah, you yeah. want to. <laughs> I think it was about, uh, I paid about 50k for that bike. I guess, I mean, that was like a lot because I, I never got a bike that expensive before. I never seen such a expensive bike before. Right. My parents agreed and I got the bike. I started riding, I started training. 
and uh, somebody suggested me to use the uh, uh, what is that cleatless pedals hmm. cleats hmm. that's something that uh, introduced me to cleats first i was like okay fine this is very interesting cleats uh, and i went to wheel sports again because that's the only store i knew or i can rely on i was like i need these uh, shoes and you know pedals and they told me the cost i was like okay this is quite expensive again and then i was like okay fine um i i was like do you have something cheaper and then they suggested me to get pedals from decathlon and shoes from them and cleats from again from decathlon that way it would have been cheaper i was thinking over it and then i think it was a week ago uh bbch nandi race week before yeah. bbch yeah and then uh, kiran also suggested me to do the race he was like you know just go out and do this race i registered and it was like i think yeah one week was left out for the race that's when i uh, saw the post somewhere on facebook uh, this was basically sunil anjapa's post which said he is selling his pedals mm-hmm. i was like okay fine and he was selling it for a really cheaper price uh, used one so mm-hmm. i went out and got those pedals put on to my bike got the shoes and got the cleats from decathlon uh started training on them i just did two three rides and i went out for the race it felt good on the flat uh i was like you know that by then i knew what drafting is uh how exactly cycling works at least you know the initial part of it yeah i went out i started racing i mean i was uh, i was like okay fine there are a lot of people around me i was never i never ridden in such a big bunch before but i was very comfortable with the first shot itself i kept riding and i think when the climb started uh, we were left out with about uh, 10 people amateur and uh, under 18 I started riding uh, uphill i think after uh, first 4 uh, 5 kilometers um we started to split up things started to split up slightly and i was like okay fine i i felt like you know i still have a lot of energy in me i started to sprint right from there and by the time i was like a kilometer or a 2 kilometer uh, before the finish line i was completely dead out yeah my dad was behind me on a two wheeler uh, he's like i keep going because there's nobody behind you like at least two uh, airpin bends there's nobody behind you I'm like no it's not happening I'm I'm dropping off because my uh, first time I was wearing the cleats that's how it gave me a lot of trouble yeah. at one point I was like you know just take out the cleats just throw it and just ride barefoot I was like okay fine uh um I kept pushing 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 and then after I finished uh, I was like that was a hell of a ride right. really you were completely painful. dead yeah really painful and such an exhaustion i had never gone through before right i was like okay fine uh, i'm done with this race now uh, and yeah uh, that's when i got to know now uh, i was on the podium because i think one amateur guy finished in front of me uh, i don't know who the guy was hmm. so i thought i think it was tarun okay yeah uh, so i i thought he was also in under 18 but later i got to know he was in amateur i was first and, and uh, that made me really happy because after suffering so much I got the result. Right. And that was my first proper racing and I was on the podium. Right. So that that made me like you know very curious about the whole cycling thing and what I can do more into it. That's when I just uh, contacted you after that. Right, right. Yeah, so 
after right after the race uh, i i think kiran called me saying i gave uh, this kid your number uh, and you you called me right after and we kind of i told you to uh, so my my thing is so uh, you know whoever reaches out will meet only on the right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is no point interviewing uh, you yeah. know uh, off the bike <laughs> so interview is always on the bike on the road if you are able to keep up you are doing good <laughs> if you are not you are not so th- that's when you uh, i kind of noticed that um, uh, you were able to kind of uh, keep up uh, not just with me but um, i heard from uh, craig uh, our uh, other monster on the <laughs> road Uh, that uh, this kid is doing good he i was like really putting the hammer down and he was keeping up uh, you know on the way back mm-hmm. when every, uh, everyone else was uh, uh, you know dropped i said okay that sounds good let's uh, let's see how uh, this goes and then we rode more and more together yeah. and uh, in 2017 start jan is when we said okay uh, let's do something uh, for these you know young kids now a spectrum being a bunch of oldies uh, is uh, predominantly an old team yeah. so that's when uh, um, i thought okay let us uh, not take you under bv coaching and then uh, also under spectrum um, because alone i can only do so much uh, but as a team uh, you know everyone if you are part of a team everyone it will kind of come together to uh, you know help so that's when the idea of spectrum development team came about with you and uh, you you were the only part of uh, that spectrum development team initially and uh, i think that kind of uh, uh, was a start in in terms of the development from there how was 2017 for you it's pretty good i still remember uh, you were like you know come out for this ride on saturday nandi yeah. ride yeah. Uh, doctor was also joining it was only three of us yeah we went out for a ride uh, i was doing a lot of work way out uh, and then we did the climb and while i was descending down you guys were standing there uh, and like you know we stood there and a doctor was like do you want to join uh, spectrum It's like okay fine uh, i don't mind uh, i mean i'm lucky to join your attack in fact then yeah, yeah that's where uh, i i started to talk to doc for the first time and then we descended down i remember the whole ride actually like way back i was completely dead i went out and i asked her energy bar uh, doc was like okay take it <laughs> i remember the ride like a whole ride itself right in front of me yeah uh, yeah that's how it started i mean it was very interesting because it was the first time you know uh, something really good was happening according to me uh, like from nowhere i started cycling and you know within no time i was into a, a team right uh, and then i think i still remember this race after which uh, uh, um, which was this race bbch crit hmm. so this race i was very curious this was after the chiclo camp hmm. uh, chiclo had a small camp uh, somewhere outside right uh, so i remember 
uh, I went out to that camp uh, and soon after that was the race. I was racing and I had a fall. I broke my bike. It was a bad crash, yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, the bike is broken. I paid 50k for this. <laughs> I, like, okay, I mean, I... I I never thought of what is going to happen next because I don't have a bike. And I think after a couple of months was nationals. Right. And we were training for that. Yes. Okay. And I was like, kind of sad because yeah, two months nationals and I don't have a bike. Uh, that's when I remember you coming out to me and saying, hey, don't worry, we have a bike for you. Yeah. Like, okay, fine. I was like, that's when I was like, fine, I have a bike to race my nationals then. Right. I have to worry about it. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I think... Um, uh ravi ranjan yeah ravi so we immediately when we when uh we you know i was at the race uh watching and immediately when i knew that uh you, when i heard that you crashed we ran to the uh place where you crashed and <laughs> it was uh you know you were you were almost uh, you know all scratched up everything but you were more worried about your bike <laughs> than <laughs> than whatever blood you were uh you know uh coming out uh, but i said okay don't worry about the bike we'll figure something out was you know what i told but immediately when i kind of reached out to the team and told okay this, this guy you know broke his bike it's completely out i said uh, raviranjan immediately said uh hey i have this uh ridley so gagan can have it uh, no problem as like see that's that's the uh, beauty of having a team it's like a family right uh, you stand up for your family and take care of them when they need it and uh, that's why i wanted you to be part of the team because being a lone wolf is something else and being a part of a team is something else and uh, you know the team chipped in and uh, make, made sure that you had the equipment uh, for the nationals you know for train continuing to train for the nationals in uh, 2017 and that year itself was beautiful in terms of you know it was the first very first year first nationals and it was a lot of uh, new things mm. uh, navigating uh, you know bbch is pretty straightforward yes. you re <laughs> you register you Gosh, show up yes. and you race yes you know but state level uh, state uh, championship selection district uh, championship sure. selections state championship selections and then turning up at nationals mm -hmm. it's a lot of navigating yeah. so how was that experience for you what what kind of navigation you had to do until you kind of made it to the national yeah i mean that was a heck of a ride um so first was my states hmm. uh, i went out for the states and my dad accompanied me. Hmm. I went out for the States for the first time. I was like, okay, fine. States is going to be something much, much bigger. And, you know, things are going to be really different. I went out two days uh, prior to the date of the race. I went out to check out the course. I did some intervals there. Hmm. And, uh, uh, yeah, I came back to the hotel. The only thing I had in my mind was uh, pacing myself well. Because I, I remember you mentioning, you know, uh, just pace it well and you will win it. Right. I paced it really well that day. Uh, I did really good. It was very hot. Um, 
and yeah bijapur uh, it was quite hot and it was in summer i guess uh, it's always summer in bijapur <laughs> i think <laughs> yeah yeah and then that race was quite interesting because i remember i was doing my best and i think i was fourth there um uh, and i was selected for uh, nationals hmm. and this being the nationals being in karnataka itself they asked me to come out and stay in bijapur for one month hmm. and i was doing my engineering by this time and yeah. it was my first first year in my engineering college right i was like one month i don't think my college is going to give me the permission for this i was like okay fine uh, i will have to uh, either skip my nationals hmm. or you know just just miss one semester of my college itself hmm. for one month and then you know retake the exams later i was like i was i was very confused at that point of time i went back home i i sat down i was like okay fine uh, i have to go and try at least i remember one whole month i was running between principal's chamber to the staff room to my sports uh, department everywhere i'm like you know i need one month permission i need one month attendance you know rest i'll manage i don't want marks i just want attendance rest i'll manage how, how whatever possible and then i went out to principal i spoke to him he was like we can't give you attendance uh or on regarding to sports we can give you 10% of the attendance okay but 10% is not going to help me because it's like two or three days three days yeah it. i'm like it's not going to happen like i need one month whole month and uh, principal was like sorry we can't help you hmm. and if i was like if principal is telling this i don't think anybody would be able to help me in the college i went out to like you no know, individual teachers each and every teacher right. i told them this i they were like okay we'll f- uh, fine a few were like we'll give you attendance couple of them were like no we can't and then i took my uh, uh, sports director with me he spoke to a couple of them they agreed so all this was happening for almost a month uh-huh. and i had to miss my classes to do this as well <laughs> <laughs> so uh-huh. yeah i mean that was a really tough time mm. but somehow i managed uh, to get a month off mm. and i still remember i was writing my exam on on the day of leaving mm. i had an exam uh, uh internals i was mm. writing that my dad was waiting outside uh, the college yeah. as soon as i finished i went uh, got into the car went out for uh, one month of training at uh, bijapur yeah and there it was really tough to stay at the place where they had given mm. i went out and i saw it was just a hall with mm. one washroom mm. and there are about 25 30 people in the hall right and i'm like if i stay here i won't be able to study because i have to study as well right uh, because soon after i get back from my college i had my exams mm. i'm like i have to study and also train and if i stay here i don't think it's happening and there's nothing it's just a empty hall mm. that put some plastic sheets on the ground they mm. like stay here yeah i'm like this is impossible to stay here yeah like you know i can stay if i'm not studying but in such a big crowd if i stay i don't think i'll be able to study i don't think i'll even be able to you know open, open the my book. book yeah that's when my dad was like it's okay let's look for something else and we started to contact people uh, all those uh, state association guys just to ask if they have any house for rent somewhere and they're like you know mm, leave him there for today within two days we'll arrange uh, some place like you know we'll rent out some place hmm. for this guy 
but my dad was like you know he was like uh, he was a little skeptical because uh, when they tell that uh, i mean we can't rely on them right so my dad was like it's okay if we start little late uh, but you know we'll figure out a place for you and then leave so we started to look out for uh, uh, rented house renting house and nobody was ready to rent it out for a month they're mm-hmm. like you know you have to stay for at least a year right. uh, we we won't find tenant after that yeah. so they're like okay fine uh there's no other option i kept looking for a for a i mean we were we reached in the morning till evening we were just looking out for places yeah and finally we found a hotel hmm. a hotel room where they agreed to you know rent it out for a month right uh, and my dad was like okay fine uh, this is the only option that we have right now hmm you can stay here but the only problem was i was not able to cook hmm. i had to go out and eat for every single time right um, which wasn't that healthy hmm. uh, before nationals but right. i had no other option yeah. i had to do it i stayed there for a month oh that training was like you know though i wasn't training it was stuff yeah i had to go out in the morning i had to go out in the evening again so that was little hectic yeah uh i don't know what exactly was happening it was more like a uh, you know just go all out every single day yeah morning you go all out till then we kind of uh, you know worked on lot of intervals <laughs> and everything and then the camp was like okay no intervals no, intervals, <laughs> no easy days <laughs> everything was smashing i remember we talking about that and said like you know see if you can kind of manage some easy days in between <laughs> because you will be dead uh, if you go all out every day uh, but you know once you are there you can't basically do your own training plan at least not uh, not if uh, you know maybe if you can uh, you can do if you are an nj or someone else but <laughs> not when you are under 18 yeah. so, so, uh, someone no one knew yeah. right so you had to go with the flow um so yeah continue yeah, so th- i mean that was very interesting and it was very painful also right. because i had to go all out every single day in the morning and then again evening i had to ride out now they used to make us ride little easier at least right and this easy was like you have to be on your small ring you mm. can even if it's a downhill you can't put it on a bigger chain ring you have to be on your small ring right and there used to be a guy on a motorcycle with a stick <laughs> uh so that was something i was seeing it for the first time <laughs> it is it is very interesting that part was really interesting it was a good experience for me yeah. and the other good experience there was there were other trials mm. uh, we already had a state trials mm. and after going there uh, they were like you know we have another trials they like, okay fine i went out uh, by this time i think uh, sarvesh was there mm. uh, in the same hotel where i was staying mm. navin raj was also there i borrowed one um, one of the disc wheel from sarvesh hmm i was like okay fine uh, i have a disc wheel now i can do much better than what i did in uh, the state trials previously done right i went out for this state trials and very interestingly i was like you know really confident uh, about myself i went out I, i was never thinking about anything and i was the last guy to start i started to catch up everybody hmm and then i finished i mean no there was a kilometer to go I don't I think 2 kilometers to go I had a flat my disc wheel flat hmm and I'm like should I stop I don't know what to do right should I stop should I restart the race just 2 kilometers left or should I push through this that's where uh 
Kurni sir, not the younger one, the mm. elder Kurni sir, mm. was following me on his two wheeler. Mm. He's like, if you stop, they won't give you another chance. You have to keep going. Mm. Just two kilometers to go push. Mm. I remember that was the most painful push that I've ever done in my life. Yeah. I had a flat. I'm pushing myself. Oh my god, that was really painful. And once I finished, I was like, okay, gone. Uh, I, I might not even be in top three or top four. Uh, maybe I'd have, I'd been, I won't be able to race nationals. Mm. That was the thought that I had in my mind. But surprisingly, I was first. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is interesting. I was first. Uh, and I was like, okay, fine. Then I can do something at nationals. That's when I got the confidence. And after two days, they call out and they're like, we have another trials. Can you please come out uh, tomorrow? Right, okay, I fine. remember that, yeah. I have to go out, no other option. And this time I go, so and like, you know, I did the same uh, timing, whatever I did two days back. In fact, a little better. But surprisingly, I was third. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, maybe today my legs are not good. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, it's done. Uh, and uh, after two days, they call out for one more trial. Right. You're like, I was like already preserved. I mean, they were trying to push me out of the team is what the thought that came into my mind. Right. I was like, uh, no, I can't come for this. And I'm, I'm done with like three trials and you have pushed me already to third. I don't want to come out and do it once again. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, no, you have to come. I know you will win. You are very strong. <laughs> you, have, you just have to come out and race. You will win easily. We know we have confidence. That's like not happening. I won't do it. At any cost. I'm done. I called uh, Kurni sir directly. I told him, these guys are calling me for one more trials just to push out, push me out of TTT. Mm. I was like, I can't do that. I'm not going for one more trial. We are already done with like three trials and nationals are what? Like a week uh, in a week and then you want me to do another trials now. And the Kurni sir was like, no, no, we are not doing any trials. Uh, whoever tells you to, I'll take care of that. And then, okay, fine. That was done. Uh, I I was like, okay, fine. At least I'm, I'll be able to do TTT. But I was very much uh, keen to doing the ITT as well. Yeah. But unfortunately, only top two will be doing ITT. So mm. me being third in the final trials, I wasn't allowed to do the ITT. Mm. TTT day. Yeah. So my parents also came in. You, you were also there yeah. uh, for the national day. The TTT started. I told the guys, see, we don't have to go really hard in the beginning because I remember you telling me all this. Yeah. I was trying to tell the same thing to them. By then, I had a little bit of experience uh, regarding that. So, I was telling them, you know, we're not supposed to go really hard because people there are like really wild, I could say. Hmm. Right at the start point, they'll just start sprinting and they'll die after half the way and they'll start suffering. They agreed. They agreed saying, you know, yeah, we'll take it a little easy in the beginning and then slowly build up to a pace. Right at the start point, they start sprinting. Yeah. Like we're doing 55, 60 KPH for the first five kilometers. They're just hammering, hammering, hammering. And then they all die. Yeah. And it's like they decide to reduce the pace. And they're taking 10, 10 seconds, 5, 5 seconds pull. They're just coming back and sitting. Then I started taking longer pulls. And that was the toughest ride of my life, I could say. I remember my average heart rate was 195. Yeah. for the 40 kilometers right. I was completely dead because for the next 20 kilometers I was the only one taking longer turns pulling out them and then we end up with the last 10 kilometers where I was just not able to hold on to the wheels itself I was completely exhausted 
I just somehow kept sitting for the last 10 kilometers. By then, they were recovered a little mm. bit. So, they started walking. Yeah. And yeah, we ended up uh, finishing on top. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was a beautiful day. That yeah. was a beautiful day. I remember, uh, you know, being there, uh, watching and then kind of trying to time, uh, you know, um, the Rajasthan boys and the Punjab boys and... Uh, um, I think Haryana. Haryana, I guess, were the other two strong guys. Yeah. And uh, we were, uh, dad was there and, uh, you know, I was there timing and trying to see who, you know, the gaps. Yeah. And with every kind of lap, we were getting more and more hopeful yeah. and we could clearly see the, uh, you know, gap yeah. building and you guys moving to the first place and all like really, really excited. <laughs> And I saw you really dead by the end. Yeah. It was beautiful, um, you know, by the time. Uh, we were sure by the time we ended, but then the official results, we had to wait. And um, it was an amazing moment, uh, you know, be, uh, the, your first nationals and coming out on top uh, in the TTT with the gold with the boys was just amazing yeah, i was um your you, you dad and i were like super proud and joyous at that time so yeah that you know but uh, you know this was as i said uh it, it was navigating a lot yeah. uh, trying to get the studies in uh, trying to spend time one month away uh, from college but still trying to study going through a lot of uh, hoops multiple trials uh, pushed out you I, know? I remember very interesting thing was when yeah. i was there at uh, bijapur i had to submit one of my assignment so i texted my teacher saying i'm outside from my nationals so i won't be able to submit the assignment he's like then we'll deduct your marks that's it simple <laughs> Okay, I was like, I'll write and scan it and send it to you. He's like, no, no, I need a hard copy. Wow. Then I told told my friends, I remember all my friends sat, each one wrote one one sheet of page. <laughs> they put it everything together and they submitted it. So, yeah, I mean, that was a really funny thing. Yeah, yeah. So, that, you know, the all the all the pain, I guess, was worth it when you kind of see um, that understand uh on that podium uh with the gold medal uh, you know with the rest of the team it was really really good yeah that being my first nationals and first podium it, it really boosted me up i mean that's something that you know kept going yeah yeah it was as a coach it was kind of uh everything was new for me as well because um the navigating that scene yeah. along with you right the state national yeah. state selections and the nationals and the pre-trials yeah. and everything i you know trying to understand all the politics that mm. are, that go on it was it was quite interesting mm. uh, you know uh, getting to hear from you and then reflecting on that <laughs> and stuff like that very very interesting times and then in 2018 right yeah uh, before we go to 2018, talking of managing studies and uh, uh, riding and everything, the one important uh, you know thing that we kind of uh, 
did was i think the decision to move closer to uh, college while because to aid you your parents are in uh, rv what is it yeah. uh, bml bml the, your parents are in bml your college is in out uh, uh, mysore road mysore road it is like 20 kilometers yeah, uh, 25 kilometers uh, 25 yeah. kilometers we immediately figured out that commute is not going to happen impossible, impossible to get training in and then go to college and study and come back and recover all that is going to take a hit so and beautiful the beautiful thing about the cycling community in bangalore and our guys are amazing yeah. is that rajnikanth it is such such an awesome dude he offered a room in his uh, house uh, nothing you know no rent nothing you come and stay with me and that was such a blessing right because it was his house was so close to the college and uh, that try that side roads are very good to ride uh, and that i think that thing was really really important oh, yeah. and rajneep khan played a big role in yeah. that you know we would have um maybe found a room somewhere outside and you know because that thought was already there we talked about it but you know staying with a cyclist who knows what it takes is something else right and having that kind of support yeah. with him it was fantastic and uh, uh, i i just wanted to acknowledge that fact because rajni uh, was r- super awesome there with his support uh, yeah, yeah definitely i mean i remember i went out for a ride uh, so we wanted a little bit of water before we start back to ride through the city to house i think i had couple of people with me i don't remember who exactly i went to rajni's place he showed me this room he's like if you want to move in any time you can move in here uh this was actually i was planning to make it a gym room but now i am not using it whenever you want you can come stay right this side and go or if you want to stay here your college is very close you can stay it's like okay that we are already talking about you know moving towards Correct. that um uh, and i was like okay i went back home i messaged him saying hey i'll i'll move in he's like i'm happy move in i'm like i would be really happy to have you here i was like okay fine uh, i moved out i told my parents i can't uh, train here if i move there i'll be able to train and also uh, study uh, simultaneously i moved out to rajni's place it was really interesting because we were more like a family there it wasn't like a tenant yeah of because course because rajni used to come out uh, with his food every <laughs> every time while he was having his dinner he used to come out with his food to my place we used to sit there talk about cycling have food and yeah i mean i was never i never felt i was out of my house yeah. it was like i have that uh, uh, really good bonding uh, with uh, rajni there i mean he used to come for i mean pretty much every night yeah. he used to have dinner uh, at my place he used yeah. to uh, get his uh, dinner he used to stay in like third floor i was saying in the ground floor he used to come all the way down he used to sit talk have food and whenever uh, his wife hema i used to cook really uh, tasty food uh, i used to go out and eat uh, those it was more like a you know it was like a family it's a family there yeah. yeah i had like i never felt i was away from the my house uh, yeah i mean 
that was something that you know really changed a lot of things in my life i knew how to um you know go out of the house and still feel you know there's a family yeah uh, i never thought you know somebody can be that uh, you know get close to me that easily yeah but i mean yeah it was very interesting even that part and that also made a really big difference in my training mm. i was able to train well in the morning and then go to college and that that place being so close i still remember there were times where i went out to college i was completely dead i wasn't able to sit in in the college i was like you know come back to my room sleep for a couple of hours <laughs> then go back to college again to attend the last few hours of the college so yeah that that's something that really helped me staying there yeah. and rajnikanth being an awesome guy i was never bored at all <laughs> he has uh, amazing stories so, to tell every day yeah. almost uh, awesome dude awesome dude it's yeah it, it is great to kind of um, you know it's great to uh, you know having uh you know have having the facility and then uh, taking that pain to kind of offer something mm-hmm. and then go 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 through with it and uh, continuing to support you like that for uh, what 3 4 years mm-hmm. yeah was so, is really awesome and also is like twice the age of mine yeah. but we still were thinking it properly <laughs> yeah yeah he he is he is super awesome and then uh, 2018 is uh, was pretty interesting right mm-hmm. that was the year that you went uh, out to belgium yeah. to uh, you know get some exposure there how was how was that uh, experience for you that was very interesting because soon after my nationals uh, i think i started to talk to nj Mm. because that's when you know uh, chiclo invited me to their team right yeah uh when i mean uh, i remember we went out to one of the navin john's talk in yeah. chiclo cafe correct correct that's where i spoke to ashish for the first time and he was he was like you know a really nice guy uh even bachi mm. uh, they all they were all supporting chiclo uh, yeah and yeah that's where i joined chiclo and i started to talk to nj a little bit uh, slowly uh, and it was very interesting because i was talking to somebody who is you know basically a god of indian cycling i could say yeah uh, uh, like you know the top in india yeah so it was very i was very curious to talk and you know at the same time i was also nervous in the beginning what yeah. to talk what yeah. not to talk yeah uh, but yeah uh, that that journey was really good because i got out to go to belgium and train for a month which was a really big uh, difference that put into me because mm. training in belgium is something else right you get to know what true cycling is there uh, what we do here i could say it's nothing mm. like uh, i i could I mean, we can't even compare what we do here and what happens there right. like every day you have races um so yeah when we went out there i think i got to travel with shrinath Uh, me and Shrinath were traveling, and uh, just because I had Shrinath with me, I never felt uh, lonely or something like that going outside. Because he, this guy, is like super funny. We kept talking. There was a lot of fun that was happening in the journey. Yeah. So we really had fun going out and staying there. Uh, we met a couple of uh, Aussie guys, and one guy was from New Zealand. Right. So these guys were like always, uh, you know, 
doing some nonsense stuff in the house. Yeah. We were kind of scared. We lock up the door and keep be inside. Uh, and all that. Uh, that journey was like you know really interesting because I got to know what outside world looks like. What uh, what what cycling outside India looks like basically. So I remember the first race that I went out. NJ was like this also. this particular race was also my uh, first race when mm. he when he was there 3 years back mm. um in 2018 3 years back so that was very made me very curious to finish the race i was like okay fine i have to do this i was like i'm going to give out everything that i have beside the race right in the beginning i'm sprinting at as if it's a finish line <laughs> that was like i'm like why the heck? Why the hell am I riding so hard right in the beginning just to stay on the wheels? I kept going. I think I lasted for like twenty five thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. I came back and I was looking at my power data. I'm like, okay, three hundred, three ten NP. Okay, I've never, I've never seen such numbers in India. Yeah. Like even after training so much, I've never seen such numbers. And I remember NJ mentioning there used to be one race uh, which was called as Shelda F one. And he was like, if you can finish that, then you will be able to survive, you know, races at a good time. Mm. So even before I did that race, he asked me to do this one, F one. I was feeling really strong on that race. I think it was just an hour, three hundred NP. I was feeling really strong. I went out for the race with the same mindset. Then I understood, you know, this is not Shelda F one. This is something else. <laughs> uh, I lasted for only twenty five thirty minutes, and NJ was like, "That's really good time because when he was there for the first time, even he lasted for similar uh, amount of time." So I was like, "Okay, if it is good, then good." Good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't have to, you know, be sad about that. Yeah. I d- I think I did about five races there, mm. out of which I could only finish one race, mm. and that day I still remember at one point. I my eyes were completely blank. Mm. I couldn't see anything. I'm riding. I couldn't see anything. For God's sake, the road was straight. <laughs> uh, I was not going and crashing into uh, someone. And uh, I took out two gels. I just squeezed both the gels together into my mouth. I put some water. Kept riding. Kept riding. And that was the race I finished. That was a really hard, like about close to two hours of riding. And that's when I understood, you know. when you go to such places when only when you push your limits that's when you want to improve yeah that made me really curious about belgium and you know any day if i get a chance to go out i would be like the most happiest person to go out and race yeah, there yeah yeah it's it's amazing right so that, i remember the you know the time when um, nj reached out to me you were um, uh, i i was coaching you and also srina at that point of time i think and uh, he, he reached out to me saying uh, uh, dude um, i'm looking i'm thinking of gagan for chiklo uh you can continue to coach him uh, but uh, i think he will benefit from this kind of uh, you know thing what do you think and i said oh, oh amazing of course so that, that's when we kind of agreed that you will be part of uh, chiklo and then uh, you know and srina as well and then uh, we kind of had a couple of calls nj and i where we decided okay what's kind of uh, what would be the kind of uh, training that will be uh, needed going into that 
going into uh, belgium and then uh, as uh, we agreed that in belgium he will take care of the uh, training pl uh, plan and uh, then we once we come back then then we kind of touch base again and see how things uh, you know need to be planned so uh, we had I, I kind of had that plan for you until then and then so that you will be yeah. in a decent shape to get there and then he took care of the staff uh, there he's an amazing uh, yeah. you know guy uh, very transparent in the way he deals yeah. um, it doesn't matter who is coaching and you know he he puts the uh, development of the rider in the first yeah. place that that's that's the great thing about uh, him so and then the experience of the uh, you know belgium there i remember uh, you know chatting with you about uh, your races how uh, how how long did you last yeah. <laughs> all that it's it's yeah. you know until you get there and get the, that kind of exposure you won't be able to understand yeah. what it really takes right that's the great thing about the um, um, the program that he started with taking people there you know yeah, uh, he himself went and spent a few years there to kind of get that idea mm -hmm. and started taking people yeah. there and uh, putting them through the rigor right uh, he uh, i remember him saying uh, it is very tricky to kind of take people there because once they are there they either uh, come back stronger both physically and mentally or it will completely break them down and they won't be they will almost give up yes. cycling so <laughs> great that you both you and srinath came back stronger and uh, both physically and mentally and continue to ride the, the yeah, i mean one month uh, for the first time i was saying uh, staying somewhere else where you know there was only one indian around me yeah it was something that was really tough towards the end of the month like and also i crashed towards the end of the month mm. i think couple of days uh, for our flight mm. i crashed and i broke my hand mm. that was a really nasty fall yeah. and it was really tough to navigate myself i remember enjo was also there in that race i crashed just because a girl hopped on in front of me and i crashed into her i fell and i was unable to uh, you know start restart the race again so they made me uh, they picked me up they put me into a cafe um i was sitting there they offered me some uh, drinks and stuff uh, uh and i washed my wounds everything was fine i was able to move my hands i was able to move my legs everything was fine but i had a, a really bad pain on my left hand but i was like you know i'm, I'm able to move there's no fracture and i was sitting there NJ had a really bad flat because he had a pothole or something. Like mm. not pothole. I mean, Belgium, you can't find yeah. potholes. Of course. <laughs> yeah. It was something else that he hit. And uh, he had a really bad flat, like the tire was cut or something like that. Uh, he, he came back to the same cafe and he's like, oh, you also got dropped. He's like, yeah, yeah, long back. I had a fall. So he's like, oh, okay, fine. And he's like, yeah, I'm also done now. I won't be able to start again. So let's leave. There's no point of staying here. I get up, I'm not able to move my hand. Yeah. Like NJ, I'm not able to move my hand. He's like, really? What happened? Then he comes and he tries to look into it. I had a little bit of swelling, and 
like okay then we'll have to go to the medical camp which is there so we went to the medical camp they gave us a nice pack and i was sitting there they called up an ambulance they're like you know it might be a fracture we'll have to get a x-ray done they called an ambulance nj is like ambulance okay there is looking something really bad now because you know navigating i mean it was the race uh, thing was quite far from mm. where we were living the hospital was on the other end as well yeah nj was like don't worry about your bike i'll get you uh, i'll get your bike to my place and mm. then later you can come and take it mm. uh, so nj managed to pull someone there uh, put his uh, my bike into his car and send it to his place and i went out to the ambulance to the hospital they took me in i mean they never asked anything just took me in they did x rays and stuff like that just took my address and name they did everything whatever possible and i was waiting in the waiting room to meet the doctor nj comes in uh, he has ridden the race then he has ridden to the hospital i think hospital was about 30 40 kilometers i guess i don't remember exactly but around 30 kilometers he rode again to the hospital he came there and he's like are you okay he's like i don't know but i'm not able to move my hand i went out to the uh, doctor then i met doctor doctor was like uh, there's a light air crack so we'll have to put a plaster they just cut open my jersey and they had put a cast and i was like okay how do i go back home now and <laughs> was like caps are going to be very expensive so he was like let's do one thing you wait here near the hospital i'll go get the train ticket find out what time the trains are and i'll get you a train ticket and give it to you you can catch a bus from here and again a train and when you get out of the train there i'll arrange a cab from there to your place that yeah. that will be okay yeah it's like okay fine and i i i told you my jersey was cut open right i was wearing a hospital gown because uh-huh. that was the only option i had instead of going in. so nj was like Do you want to go naked or do you want to go with the hospital, with the hospital gown? gown. <laughs> I'm like hospital gown would be better than going naked. Yeah. So I was wearing a hospital gown. I was sitting there for like uh, an hour or so. NJ went out to the railway station, closest railway station. He found out about the train. He got a ticket for me from there and I printed uh, you know papers uh, mentioning the timing of the train and stuff like I had to change train at one station also. Right. So he got all of that and then he was like you know bus is going to come at this time. Mm. You just come out there I'll come and uh, you know uh, I'll arrange a cab from there. And th- this guy had to you know do all of that to me and then ride back to uh, his, his place again like you know really really far. He did that and i was sitting there waiting for the bus the bus comes in i get into the bus and as soon as the bus started the security guy started shouting uh-huh. he's like he saw me in the gown so he thought you know some guys running off the hospital <laughs> he came running and he's like where are you going you have a hospital gown here i'm like you know what i just had a fracture uh, there's a cycling jersey inside it is all uh, cut open for the plaster so i'm uh, i'm just going with this <laughs> and he started laughing and he was like okay and i was you know literally wearing the hospital gown <laughs> and traveling the whole belgium whoever saw me saw me as a you know a mad guy running out of an hospital <laughs> i mean i i couldn't show my uh, discharge summary to everybody there right. but everybody uh, treated me as you know i was a mad guy running out of an hospital so that was that was really funny yeah. and i went out to this place i'm sitting there i think my phone was off that time mm. um 
I think battery was there or something. I wasn't able to contact NJ. Hmm. I sat there for close to an hour or so. Nobody is there. I'm like, shit, what, what's happening? At one point, I was like, you know, from there, it, it wasn't too far. I think maybe uh, seven, eight kilometers. I thought, should I walk? <laughs> Start walking? Or because NJ told me he's gonna, you know, a cab will be there. It's been an hour and a half or so. Yeah. And then there comes a car. Hmm. Arvind comes out from that. Ah. Arvind is like... <laughs> Arvind Panwar. Yeah, Arvind yeah. Panwar. Yeah. And Arvind is like, uh, the cab guy is not in the station. He's outside. So, we got this. That that was the... So, owner of the place where NJ was staying. Right. So, that guy drove me from the train station to the place where I was staying. I went in and Srinath saw me and he's like, what happened? <laughs> and I crashed. He's like... Then after that, you know, Srinath was really helpful. He packed my bike because we were leaving the next night. Right. Uh, he had a big day. Uh, uh, I mean, the next day he went out for a race. Yeah. It was like dead. He came back in the evening. We started packing in the evening and I was trying to pack it with one hand. He's like, no, 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 you sit, you sit. I'll do everything. He packed my bike, his bike, all our stops. He was like, really, he, could, he didn't sleep in the night. Right. Oh, I remember I have a pic him sleeping in the train. He was so exhausted that day. Yeah. And yeah, the next day we left back to Bangalore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, uh, you know, you messaging me a crash and had a fracture. I was like, whoa, what, how are you going to come back? You are, right. you know, you have uh, your flight the next day and all that. So, but, uh, you know, the guys are amazing and took care of you and got you back, <laughs> which is great. No, that, that That's the thing, right? Uh, you know, you, you, even you, wherever you are, when you are when you are with that bunch of people like NJ, Arvind, Sri, and all these, it is a tight tight pack. Yeah, they really take care of each other. That, yeah, I mean, if I was alone there, yeah, I, no I don't chance. know what to do. Right? <laughs> I'd have missed my flight for sure. The yeah. next day's flight. I yeah. don't know what I was doing. I mean, I, I can't even imagine what I would have done. Yeah, I had no option because it's being a new place. I don't know how things work right my phone is off i don't yeah. know what to do yeah. yeah that was that was like really helpful yeah but then uh in 2018 the nationals um how was it was it before uh, belgium or after after belgium. after belgium right uh that nationals you know i was very confident uh mm. i mean we, we were training really well. You came back from Belgium. You were in really good shape. And leading up to nationals was also, you know, I, again, once you were back, you know, you you, you got back on the trainer, I guess, uh, with that cast, uh, you know, because we didn't have much time to lose before mm-hmm. nationals. Didn't want to lose all the fitness that uh, you had after Belgium. So I remember having having a few calls with uh, NJ to kind of figure out uh, the stuff, you know, what kind of things went on and then to build on there from, uh, you know, to nationals. You you were in, I think, very good shape uh, going into that as well. So how how was that nationals for you in 2018? That was the only nationals that you came back without a medal, I think. Yeah. Only nationals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that nationals was again a, a big mess mm. uh, because I remember I wasn't able to attend my states because of my exams. Right. 
me already having a medal in 2017 uh you know and she was like you know reach out to uh guys at CFI who can you know give you a entry to nationals without uh attending the state selection because yeah. we have a genuine reason we yeah. had an exam so i took out my exam timetable sent it to state associations and to CFI people and uh, yeah cfi guys were like okay we, if you have a medal we, we'll look into it we'll do something hmm. uh, it'll happen so i was confident i took the flight went out to uh, delhi from there you know went to uh, haryana kurukshetra where the nationals was happening as as all normal uh, a day before my nationals when i had to go collect my bibs they were like your name is not here you won't be racing I'm like are you serious <laughs> i yeah. came all all the way from there just you know believing in one word of yours yeah and you know letting me race and i was like you know i've come so far just not to race i mean it was really hectic and in just i'd making some calls i was i was also uh, trying to figure out something and then finally i remember uh, you know just going out to a place where uh, everybody were there uh, i mean all the estate guys and people like that maxwell came in he was like what happened why are you here i was like you know these are the things that are happening and maxwell sir was like if at all you're okay with it you can race from our state which is telangana telangana yes yeah one of those telangana like, yeah yeah it's like you can race from telangana i can give you uh, uh, the entry like okay i mean it doesn't matter which state i race from right i just yeah. want to race in nationals have come so far yeah like okay i'm okay with it i just want a thing to race there right. bips yeah tomorrow morning is my race today till night i'm standing in the hotel uh waiting for my bibs and you know cfi people are like i mean maxwell sir actually went and spoke to cfi people it was really uh, kind of him yeah uh and then after maxwell spoke to them still they weren't ready to agree yeah um and then i was just waiting there standing there like pretty much till late in the evening uh, next day is my Uh, uh, uh race yeah i was standing there for the full time and then finally they agreed and they gave me the bib numbers i yeah. was like oh thank god i got it <laughs> and uh and I, yeah i came back to the hotel i remember that uh, whole thing because we you know i was uh, talking to your dad and your calls like uh, and messages like it's it's not there it's there it's there not there True. it's there oh it's a lot of hangama uh, even going well into the night before yeah. a race it's not an ideal kind of preparation i would say but uh, you know yeah um, like uh, you said maxwell sir has been yeah. uh, really helpful there is an awesome guy um, so yeah going yeah, even to- uh, dattu sir hmm. he was a guy who really helped uh, with maxwell hmm. that's the only reason you know things worked out hmm. and i got my bib number finally right and i went out to the hotel and unfortunately you know something happened and the arranged disc wheel wasn't available that day hmm. for my itt hmm. it was late in the night and yeah. i don't have a disc i'm like okay i'm i'm already uh, you know compromised on the tt bike i was using my road bike with clip ons right i can't compromise on my disc wheel at all at any cost yeah. i'm like okay i started calling people do you have a disc do you have a disc started asking a lot of people then finally arvin panwar was like you know i have a spare disc you can come and take it hmm. that was a 
quite a little far. Mm. So I was like, okay, I have to go now. There's no other option. Uh, so my dad was there. He mm. got a two wheeler for somebody. We're like, okay, we'll go and get the disc wheel. Then uh, Shrinath was like, you know, you have a race tomorrow. Shrinath uh, did not have a race that day. Mm. So Shrinath was like, you have a race tomorrow. You rest in. I'll go and get the disc wheel for you. That was like really helpful. Uh, Shrinath went out, got the disc wheel from uh, uh, Arvind Panwar. And I was at the start point. I was, I was pretty much confident as well. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, maybe I wasn't able to, you know, put out that power in that new position on mm. my road bike. Mm. Uh yeah, I mean, I was strong, but still I wasn't on the podium. I no, it, it, we were, um, you were way, uh, like what, 14 seconds or something off the podium, I think. Yeah, a few seconds. And uh, three, uh, top three were TT bikes with full oh. disc and everything. And then coming, uh, when I heard that, you know, people reached out to me, like KKR and NJ and all these guys saying, uh, especially KK saying, dude, he had it in the bag. And if not for that bike mm. with that uh, clip-on bars, road bike with clip-on bars, nine, 19 seconds, I think. It was yeah, something remember. like that. Seconds, yeah, a yes. few seconds. Off the podium, uh, you know, that close with that bike is really good. I, you have to get him a TT bike for next time. I said, yeah, we are working on it. <laughs> but uh, that that was, the, you know, that was the kind of uh, thing, right? The main thing is putting out yourself there in the situations, how, however hard it may be. It's never straightforward. Each year, you'll have something or the sure. other. It is, if it is uh, a cakewalk, everyone will be doing it, right? Yes. It's, there is no difference. If, if you have to navigate and go and make sure that you are putting yourself on the start line, only then you will see what you are capable of, yeah. right? So that's one thing that, uh, you know, that I see from you, right? And the support you have from your dad and mom, right, is fantastic. The kind of, I, there are people who, uh, there are uh, parents who support, I have seen others as well, but the, to the lens that your dad goes to be there for you and, uh, you know, be the sonar, the yeah. kind of <laughs> carrying wheels and uh, following. He is amazing. Hats off to him. Uh, I mean, kind of... support system, right? In terms of support system, especially my parents, they yeah. are like amazing. They're like, you know, do whatever you want, we'll support you. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, when I talk about this, I remember uh, day before yesterday, I had a ride. I was completely dead. I came back home. I went out in the evening. I came back home. I had my dinner early. I slept. And I woke up at around 11.30 because I was hungry. I woke up at 11.30 and I'm like, okay, there are some fruits, banana and stuff. There's peanut butter. I'll put that on and I'll eat. My mom heard me uh, there and she was like, what happened? I was like, uh, no, I was a little hungry. I'll be eating banana. She was like, until I'm alive, you don't have to do that. And she at 11.30, she woke up. She made chapati. She gave it to me. I had chapati and then I slept. So right. I was like, 
ஜிங் பட் தென் யூ ஹாவ் த மெச்சூரிட்டி டு சே ஓகே ஐ ஆம் ப்ராபப்ளி நாட் ஒலிம்பிக் மெட்டீரியல் ஸோ ஐ ஆம் ஐ ஆம் நாட் கோயிங் டு கெட் டூ மச் அவுட் ஆஃப் இட் இஃப் ஐ டோன்ட் ஹாவ் த எஜுகேஷன் ரைட் யூ ஹாவ் தட் மெச்சூரிட்டி அண்ட் யூ ஹாவ் தட் ஒர்க் எத்திக் டு கோ அவுட் அண்ட் புட் இன் த ஒர்க் be it uh, your mom or dad or be it nj or me or anyone else who is supporting you only when we see that kind of uh, impetus from you mm-hmm. uh, the then we can kind of go ahead and yeah. support right so that's uh, kudos to you there as well mm-hmm. awesome awesome so coming to uh, 19 nationals right um and before going there one thing that um after you came back from nationals right um and nj and i were going in uh, uh were participating in uh, tfn tfn in that december 2018 december um that was the first time uh, i think uh, we were starting from mysore instead of from bangalore and after the flag of here or uh, the opening ceremony whatever here we uh, were traveling back uh, we 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 had to go to uh, um mysore in buses and then start from there the next day so uh, i and uh, uh, nj were uh, got into a, a car with a good friend hari ramchandran from hyderabad so we were traveling and we were talking uh, in general about cycling and everything and then the topic came to you and uh, your progression uh, over the years and um, he was like uh, you know yeah he has a good potential i think we need to really look uh, into uh he, we need to focus more on him he has he made it that far with that uh, road bike and stuff uh, i know uh, he he could have done a little more but i think he's on the right track and uh, that's when i kind of you know put out to him uh you know to ask nj saying uh, hey, i think i am i i want him to try something new mm-hmm. in terms of coaching right i i think i have uh, i have done you know with me he has done whatever he could um maybe he would need a change uh because i know that you are you know you are you ha- your potential is much much higher than what results you saw till there and i wanted you to kind of realize those results mm-hmm. and 
i had a feeling at that point of time that uh, maybe continuing in the same route might not take you to that next level right because uh, at the end of the day each of us will have a set mold right of training methodology and all that and at that point of time my thought process is i think he has reached to a level where uh, he is going to plateau soon if things did not change much so i wanted that change for you yeah. and uh, i told i asked nj saying uh, because i know by that time he was coaching a few guys and stuff will you be willing to coach him uh, i said yeah man i he had no doubt that uh, you know he he is okay coaching you and then i came back and um, <laughs> talked to yeah. you uh, messaged you saying okay this uh, uh, talk we talked over phone i think and uh, you were quite reluctant i remember <laughs> <laughs> i mean i was like okay should i move or not i was little uh, confused at that point yes yeah because i remember i, I think um, uh, it was the fear of nj i think <laughs> more than anything i don't know no, at that point not exactly the fear uh, it was more like you know uh, i was already very comfortable with you right going to a new person and then again getting used to that guy and then again you know starting things over again yeah i thought that would be tough but it was it was really easy yeah, like that. yeah yeah so yeah i remember uh, that conversation with you and it being you being very reluctant to kind of you know make that switch i had to convince you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it is it is not because uh, you know i needed someone else who is paying me to do it and we will look at uh, you know uh, at that point of time uh, i was uh, sponsoring you in terms sure. of coaching uh, it's not that i need money and i want to take yeah. someone else it is that you you have to progress from here and that change needs to be there and that's i had to kind of make a case for you to <laughs> go there <laughs> and uh, we found uh, a sponsor in yeah. um, arvind to kind of uh, you know team team will take care of the coaching fee with nj so you you know continue i think it will be good and oh, finally you know we managed to convince you and make that move and i think that uh, i think that worked out well in the sense yeah, because you know like like nj i i believe in the progression of the athlete first uh, it doesn't matter if he is under me or if he is under someone else because you are family yeah. right yeah. your development is important rather than uh, you know bb coaching getting the name for uh, your medals that is that is my thought process when i proposed that to nj and you know making that shift for you and i think it kind of paid off swell yeah, uh, because you know it is also that mindset right mm-hmm. that you get 
uh, also from that you get to observe that from the coach as well right and um, how was like 2019 uh, for you you 2019 you went ahead and finished second in ITT and third in road race so two medals uh, you came back with how was that 2019 was uh, again uh, as usual little little uh, you know i had to navigate things again yeah because so, yeah, yeah every year studies that, <laughs> yeah so i was like you know backing off a little bit on my uh, studies i was like you know i have to manage both of them both of them and also uh, this time i was like you know at any cost i need a tt bike yeah yeah i need a tt bike and i had an option of either taking a tt bike or spending the same money to go to belgium again in 2019 right i had these two options i was like thinking over it and thankfully arvind came out and you know sponsored the coaching fees which really put out you know one thing out of my head yeah or else i'd have to you know think again about uh, that mm. and that was done so i had two options now either buy a td bike or spend the same money and go to belgium right i'm able to do both so i got on a call with nj i'm like you know these are the two options i have now what do you say yeah he's like you know what buy td bike yeah that's it simple direct thing buy td bike yeah. and we had a little conversation after that and i was like okay fine and he said to buy td bike i went out to wheel sports i was like you know uh, i spoke to venki mm-hmm. wheel sports venki and i was like i need bike a uh, good bike and i spoke to them for a couple of days and ended up deciding on bmc and he was kind to like you know go out and get it for me and give it out for like you know a uh, really good price and yeah i mean that's where you know things started to uh, i i i felt a little confident because i had a tt bike now mm. and last time without a tt bike i was uh, four just few mm. seconds away mm. from the podium mm. like very confident of winning my uh, tt this time and uh, yeah i borrowed uh, wheels from rishab mm. uh, the tri spoke and the desk i borrowed from him i went out uh, uh, for the nationals i had never used those wheels like uh, before i went right. out and unfortunately i did a mistake there putting the wheel the other way around <laughs> that tri spoke yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. I, because yeah i mean uh, whenever you see a tri spoke it feels like you know the sharp edge has to be in the front <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah i mean whatever you see like aeroplane the sharp the front part is sharp yeah. I mean, the thing that comes into our mind is sharp thing in the front yeah. but unfortunately it is the other way around yeah uh, but yeah i i never had all that in my mind while i was riding so nothing caught me up i i started i was feeling good i was feeling strong i started well i kept going going uh i had a good guy in front of me whom i had to chase down so that also gave me a really good feel i kept going uh and i think after i finished i was second i was a little disappointed a little bit because yeah. i was expecting to be first yeah. but unfortunately i was second so i was like are i really, really disappointed a little bit but i was like okay fine um mm. uh, we'll come back harder next year yeah and then i went out for the road race road race i was more like you know i just want to enjoy yeah, yeah. i'm done with tt was your uh, main event progress. yeah i'm done i went out to the road race i and it was raining road mm. race was like really slow road, slowest road race i've ever done with nationals <laughs> right <laughs> it was raining so everybody were like really careful, careful. yeah uh, because basically on the loops right yes. yeah yeah every u turn 
I'm like, be either in the front or towards the end. Yeah. I don't want to crush. Right. And I remember it was so cold. I wasn't able to pick up my bottle. My hands were freezing. I literally yeah. had to slide the bottle through my legs, through my body and take it out and drink. Just because I didn't want to drop the bottle. bottle the yeah. Because there have been people falling over it. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, till the last, I never had anything in my mind. And towards the end, I was like, you know, I was the rare end of the peloton. Mm. A guy crashed right in front of me. I mm. braked. I think last three kilometers. Yeah. I somehow managed to get through this. I was at the end of the peloton. I just, I don't know. At that point of time, I saw a path, which mm. was like a zigzag path. There was a gap. Mm. It felt like, you know, that gap was for me. Yeah. And there were a couple of, bunch of people, a small group in front of the road. Like, I think two groups. I just started sprinting through that uh, snake path. I went and landed onto one group's wheel. And I was like, I thought they were too slow. Yeah. I I never, not even, uh, I didn't even sit behind them. Just pulled out, went to the other group. I felt they were also slow. I kept going. I was like on fire that time. I kept going. Two people hopped onto my wheels. I, I, I was like, you know, I'm not stopping. I'm not doing anything. I, I just uh, put my head down, started riding. That's it. And I finished uh, third, like a couple of people sprinted out. Yeah, those two guys who sat on your wheel sprinted out. Yeah, and then I finished third. Mm. I was like, okay, Uh, I didn't get gold in TT. So that's a compensation that I got in race. (laughs) Constellation, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing that came into my mind. And yeah, that that went pretty well. Mm. That was Mm. quite good. Awesome, awesome. So in 2020... um, the ITT didn't go as planned as off the matters. I, I think the in Mumbai, yeah. there are the, I mean, every time you are at the start line, I, I am actually, you know, crossing my fingers, toes, everything and, you know, hoping for <laughs> that. But uh, this time when um, I heard uh, I heard from uh, one of my guys uh, um, uh, saying uh, Gagan uh, is off. I said, what what happened? Did he stop or something? And so no, he he gave up in between. What gave up? I thought uh, you know something happened. You didn't restop. And so no, he he is not on podium. Okay, okay, but he's fine. Uh, but then really oh something wrong happened because you were in really good shape. You're you going in. I was and the strongest. Strongest uh, that yeah. you have ever been. Uh, uh, and what what happened there? So, uh, right, I'll, I'll tell you from the starting of the story. Yeah. Uh, so even for this nationals, I had my exams and this was the seven exams of the seven, seven, seven or six. Seven. Mm. I had to, you know, attend and I, I just can't miss it. Yeah. Uh, if I miss it, then, you know, I'll have to retake the exam later. That is only if I have, uh, you know, 45 out of 15 internals. Right. So I managed to, you know, just get 45 and I had to miss a couple of them to go for nationals because on the same day of my nationals, my exams were there. I remember I wrote my exam. My, my dad took all the bike and the equipments in the car and he left to Mumbai. I wrote my exam, same day from the college, directly I went to the airport. I remember one of my friends dropped me off the way from where I can get a uh, airport bus. From there I took airport bus, uh, went to airport, flew down to Mumbai. 
again from there took a cab and went to the place where they were staying so i went reached in the late night at food and slept next day you know the itd was actually usually be the first event mm. first day itself so that was the mindset that we had so next day we went when when we went out to look at the course we went out in the morning thinking that you know itd is going to be in the morning the next day itself but unfortunately they changed the date to another day mm. so i was like okay the dates are changed again the training is going to be like you know i have to ride uh, mm. the next day but i'm like a little skeptical should i ride should i not ride and then injo was like it's okay you can rest up because you already have a good uh, uh, thing already there so you you can rest up one day i rested and i was feeling really strong uh, i went out to the start point they're like the itt is reduced to 30 kilometers instead mm-hmm. of 40 so i was like okay 30 kilometers i'm doing my warm up one guy comes in and says itt is 20 kilometers now and i was like 20 okay i'm i'm preparing my mindset for 20 and i'm doing my warm up and then again a guy comes in and tells 30 kilometers till i started my race i was really confused about if it is 20 or if it is 30 right and like okay 20 30 20 30 finally they told me 20 at yeah. the start point it was like 20 kilometers okay 20 is fixed in my mind mm. and I knew how hard I could go in 20 kilometers ITT that I've done in Bangalore mm. that even 33 kilometers loop that we do on right, Omar. Right, right. Keeping that in mind, I was like okay, I can I can go hard. I'll just 20 kilometers if I push, it'll be done. Mm. I started too hard. Mm. Uh I went in I mean uh, I think it was basically five out, five back, five mm. out, five back. Mm. The first five I was flying. Yeah, yeah. second five i was flying mm. the third five i was like completely dead at yeah. one point of time uh, i was leaving my lane and going to another lane my eyes went blur the heat i couldn't take the heat at all yeah uh, i think it was like 42 43 degrees uh, degrees and then it was really hot yeah and the other mistake that i did was i wasn't wearing the goggles because that's how i trained here mm. and even the training that i did in bangalore i started 1 o'clock in the afternoon just to mm. get used to the heat a little bit yeah. but this heat is completely different from what heat yeah. was in very Europe. humid yeah. yeah yeah at one point that's what i told you my eyes were like blank mm. i was losing my lane i was like you know going off my lane yeah. i was about to crash into somebody else yeah. uh, i i was just stuck that 5 kilometers mm. and it was like crazy headwinds mm. i just managed to you know uh do that 5 kilometers push myself and i knew i lost a lot of time in that 5 kilometers and the next 5 was oh, decent not yeah. too bad mm. so that third 5 minute is where i lost like 2 minutes yeah so that i mean that i think when when i was looking at that uh, file immediately after uh, you finished i was like ah oh, that was too hard at the start <laughs> i was like the, you you messed up the golden rule you went too hard i was like uh, but you know it's so it was for 40 kilometers my mindset was set yeah. when they said 20 i was like just 20 just go hard yeah but still you yeah, can't true. you can't go <laughs> wrong with that uh, you know that golden rule you sure. can't ignore <laughs> so it's all you know more than the heat and the humidity i think you would have uh fared much better hmm. than that if you kind of scaled down right, yes. you know scaled down a little bit because that was i think at 10 watts too hard 
ஸ்பிரிண்ட் Oh my god and this time there were so many crashes just because the feeding zone was on a downhill where we go at like 45 kph ah and the water bottles the people are throwing it on the road and all the guys are running on the bottles and the crashing f- yeah that was real tough whenever i came to that point i was all ready to bunny hop i mm. think i bunny hopped around four times in the race just to miss the bottle jesus yeah i remember second last lap uh i was the end because i wanted to collect a water bottle mm. i went back at the end of the peloton that's how you should do it because you know if you're picking up a bottle you miss it everybody is going to crash yeah i went to the end of the peloton uh picked up the water bottle and uh, imad was right in front of me he crashes yes i braked so hard my rear wheel went scrubbing yeah i just missed i was lucky to miss it and i went out the peloton was like gone mm. i chased them and i see four people in the front all these four guys were top in itt yeah. the previous day so right. they had discussed about this and they went right that a good gap i'm like and i went out and i see my saddle nose was like this okay yeah and like, because of that uh, break crash yeah, my saddle yeah. nose was like this yeah. i'm like shit there's not the time to have a saddle like this yeah and i'm like i'm bouncing on the saddle to make it right Yeah. Uh, and uh, Naveen Raj was my uh, support guy on the two-wheeler. Mm. I asked him if he has an Allen key. I can yeah. you know, do it on the go. Yeah. He was like, no, he doesn't have one. So I was like, leave it. Yeah. Uh, if, anyways, next is the last lap. I won't be able to do anything there. I was like, fine. I just bounced on the saddle as much as I could. But the saddle was loose. It was yeah. wobbling. Yeah. I was like, chuck all of that. I removed everything from my mind. Started chasing those guys. as i went uh, in the front side to put in some work people helped me couple of them um and after that you know last lap still they were in the front mm. i went out in the front gassed out a little bit and came in the back so people you know just get little excited because towards the end and they start to sprint mm. so we somehow last 500 meters to go uh, we caught up to them i was like just sitting on the right wheel but you know from nowhere like four people come from the right side and i'm like you know there's no place for me to sprint i saw a little bit gap snake gap i always see this snake gap <laughs> and i knew that's the only place and that's the only time i can go out yeah. or the roads are blocked for me yeah i had to start early there was no other option i was i gave everything that i had went out and sprinted but one guy managed to hop onto my wheel and just out sprint it was like inches yeah 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 but yeah i mean but yeah Some, yeah, something to come out with yeah yeah silver is not bad but uh, gold 
definitely yeah. next time yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and the guy who out sprinted you who grabbed on latched on to your wheel is a uh, uh, known track sprinter i think yeah he was a yeah. track sprinter. yeah so <laughs> he won the track sprint also the same year yeah yeah so yeah you you know it'll get there it'll yeah. get there but um, itt gold i am still hoping for uh, yes. that from you <laughs> no pressure yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome yeah this is um this has been great right uh, your journey this is uh, not as i said uh, before it's not straight forward you are uh, now in what you're um, doing an internship in your final sem yeah so i was doing my internship uh, but because of my exams i took off my internship and mm. also i finished my exams and stuff and i have to i mean i just got my results now i have mm. to restart i i mean internship is done mm. i don't have to work with them mm. i look for something else right so yeah i'm i'm more interested in cyber security and stuff so mm. i was looking something in that domain mm. so i got uh, an opportunity in one of the companies in mm. cyber security usually uh, when i talk about cyber security domain they don't offer freshers that right, easily right so somehow they had like two rounds of in two three rounds of interview that they asked me some really tough questions it wasn't technical but you know more like analytical questions yeah. uh, i i managed to answer them and i was selected but unfortunately they asked me to move to chennai okay to yeah. do the work the yeah. job so i'm like if i move to chennai I I won't be able to train at the same level. Mm. Uh I won't have I'll have to book myself, have to work. I'm like there's no time to train after that. Mm. Here, you know, things are already at home. I just have to go and eat. If things are in Bangalore, I can train. I have mm. a lot of time to do that. Mm. I asked them if they can, you know, put things in Bangalore. Mm. They're like we'll get back to you and they've not got back yet. So <laughs> I'm just waiting like creeping across. Right. Okay. And um also uh, studies further studies is also on something that you have on the mind right? yeah even that is there mm. but uh, yeah colleges outside only open up uh, mm. next year because mm. i had to apply the last year itself but right. last year i never had uh, further mm. studies in my mind right uh, this year is when you know things start to flash into my head like you know i have to do uh, i mean when i say cyber security i have to do my masters right. to get into a good job or mm-hmm. it's really really tough to navigate through all the other stuff and you know it's going to take a lot of time to move into that domain right so yeah, that's when i decided to do the masters it's yeah. also on the plate yeah good but uh, you managed to kind of do whatever you can in uh, you know in cycling while studying what do you think do you think you can uh, continue to uh, do well in cycling while working yeah that, starting to work yeah that's the only reason i rejected the chennai uh, allocation right or else if cycling was not on my plate i'd have just blindly gone to chennai because you know i've got a job after like you know i could say i've applied to close to 200 companies with right. cyber security domain yeah i've mailed like so many people just right. to get get into that domain like i don't mm. mind how much they pay nothing just get right. into that domain then i can navigate up right so yeah cycling is like always in in my plate yeah. uh and taking it further you know i want to go out of nationals also mm. so keeping that in my mind whenever i thought about doing my masters 
I thought of doing it in Europe. Right. Because if I'm in Europe, I can simultaneously, you know, keep my cycling also at a higher grade. Hmm. Yeah, now let's see how things goes. But yeah, things are really uh, blur right now because you don't know where you end up. Yeah. But yeah, every year it's been like this. <laughs> just going, you know, just navigating things and just going. Right. Man, it's been awesome. And uh, I wish you all the very best with you. Um, your job search or the MS uh, for just a reason and everything. And of course, cycling. I am uh, again uh, saying I am waiting for that Go golden me. ITT <laughs> from <laughs> you. And uh, yeah, again, no pressure, no yeah. pressure. <laughs> uh, and uh, because, uh, you know, I, I still have, you know, some things like um, uh, as, as a coach, something that I notice from you, uh, you, you do well, um, in the sense that you manage to get the most important work done but uh, you know there are times when you have to do more True. right so uh, that long rides or the, the are those not missing those middle you know in between the drops in between True. and all that, right? Yeah, this so, year I had quite a bit of drops. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. So those things, uh, I hope you will manage well uh, further. Uh, yeah, I'm just putting it in there. Uh, you know, I, I could tell you personally also, <laughs> but I want to uh, let the listeners also know that it is always not rosy, True. right? Because... It, it is tough for everyone. Yeah. It's, it, is. it is tough for everyone. But you've got to keep going, right? Yes. You, you've got to put yourself out there, give your best and get things done, which you have done uh, for the most part. But there are you know, areas that you can uh, still improve. So I wish you all the best for all that and uh, in the future journey. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you for your interest. If you are enjoying this, please make sure you subscribe to the channel on YouTube. The channel name is Bikey Winky, B-I-K-E-Y-V-E-N-K-Y. It really helps. Also, please make sure you subscribe to the Working Athlete Podcast on your favorite podcasting app. It is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music and every conceivable platform. Again, thank you for your support.